Welcome to the second episode of the incredibly supermassive comic book podcast of stuff. So last week, we didn't have the name. That's how fresh the name is. With me this week is Mr. Brian Bucciolato. Hey there. How's it going? So co-writer of The Flash, colorist of The Flash, writer and creator of Foster, which everyone should be checking out. Fifth issue is out, Correct. correct? You, yes. I, I saw you dropped some off at a store or somewhere. I dropped it off at three stores yesterday. So I was a traveling man. Just like the song? How's that song go? Almost. I don't know. Oh, man. I'm not, a, I'm not a guy you can ask for lyrical quotes unless it was like, you know, Prince or Michael Jackson or something that's in everyone's mind. Always. Always? Mm-hmm. And forever. I was just going to say that. <laughs> See, we're, we're we're on the same page. We are. I'm on page twenty. We're, we'll get to page twenty. <laughs> so how how is Long Beach for you? Let's talk about that. Good. So Long. Uh, I, I love Long Beach. It's a fine uh, little convention area. Uh, it's intimate, but uh, there's like a steady you know flow of people, and uh, they're all lovely. So I always enjoy going to Long Beach, and um, I look forward to seeing you there next year. Yeah, I'll be there. The Long Beach Comic and Horror Con. Now, yes, sir. Apparently, last I think it was last Friday when I said when I mentioned it, they thought I was saying comic and horror con. Like there's like W H O R E. Yeah, and they thought there was gonna be a bunch of horrors. I was like, no horror, horror. That's a different kind of convention. I don't know what kind of convention it is, and I don't think I want to know. I'm not sure that's a legal convention. I don't know, and maybe in some states. So yeah, it, it was it was a good convention. There was one point I went by your table, and you weren't there, and there's like all your stuff sitting out there. Now was it on the on Saturday or Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Yeah, I think yeah you 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 ran home or something or no you went to get someone let someone in. Yes, or uh, like I that. had to, I had uh, badges that I uh, went to give to somebody so that they can uh, have entrance. But you left all your stuff sitting on the table. Well, I, I trusted people. But you know what I was tempted to do? What were you tempted to? do? I was do? like, I should just take all your comics off the table, put them somewhere else, and just sit back and. It, Watch. Actually, what I should have done is then film it, set the camera up, watch you come in. It's like, where's all my stuff? But you'd have been disappointed because I'm a classic underreactor. So I would have looked around and been like, oh, well, this sucks. No, I don't have to pack it up and take and it then, home. Yeah, well, I would have put more comics out. And then I'd have been like, uh, yeah, man, someone took my shh. Can we beep it out? Can I say shit? If you, you just did. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not, you know, like those hidden camera shows, if you're looking for like something demonstrative, uh, I wouldn't be the good one for that because I underreact. It's all inside my head. What What if it's something that like scares you, like jumps out at you, makes you poop your pants? Yeah, I'm not really a guy who gets scared. Like I don't suspend disbelief real well. I mean, I guess you could startle me and I might punch you, <laughs> but um, I'm not really the scared type. Okay. Except home invasion. I'm, I'm afraid of home invasion. I, 
I'm not a fan of that. Did you ever see that? There's this movie. I, th- I think what is it called? Like Visitors, Strange Visitors. It's it's with I think it was Scott Speedman. Is like there there these this, these people like these masks like try getting in. This is like really horrible because like where, where are we going with this? Because I don't remember the name of it. But it was it was, it was like this is this guy and his girlfriend. They're, uh-huh. they're, I don't think it was like a cabin. I mean, they were like kind of like it was a small town, middle of nowhere, and these just like crazy people just wanted to kill him. I don't know, but did you know that I'm just a small town girl living in a lonely world? I did know that. Yeah. What do you think of Scott Speedman? You a fan? You, you know, know what? I don't. I don't really have. I'm like lukewarm on him. Really? Like I'm not a fan. I don't hate him. Um, I don't know. He reminds me almost like a like a poor man's uh, Hugh Jackman. It was called The Strangers yeah, in 2000, no, no. 2008. A young couple staying in an isolated vacation home are terrorized by three unknown assailants. And that is like the horrible most that, – that, Yeah, the, I, I won't watch that because I don't like home invasion. Oh, Liv Tyler, isn't it? Yeah. It bothers me. Like I read Helter Skelter when I was like 15 and that really messed me up in the head. So that's what happened. Yeah, I read Helter Skelter. Then I watched Faces of Death. <laughs> after that, I was like, you know what? I need to stop reading this. The first faces of death. Yeah, with the, mo- the monkey. monkey. I didn't yeah. like that part. Yeah. Well, maybe it was delicious. I don't know. Are we going to talk about comics? Because I feel like we've gone really far afield. We were talking about Long Beach. Oh, Long Beach. That's a comic and horrorcon. Yeah, the comic and horrorcon. <laughs> I, I bet there's. Never mind. I'm not going to say anything. Um, so you also had a flash hardcover came out. Yes, that came out, and I'm really, really happy and proud of it. I'm I, proud that you gave me one. I appreciate I it. One. Uh, Francis and I obviously worked real hard on it. Uh, it's my first uh, trade paperback where my name is on the spine. So I'm kind of like jazzed about that too, you know? And like, also, also, it's in hardcover. It is. So that means that um, it's more durable than softcover. So I, I like the hardcover better, I, th- I think, because they're, they're fancier. Yeah, it's meaty. It's like you're holding something important. It's like prestige. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so we call it prestige format. Yeah, I I I, I I don't like it when some they just go straight to pay, trade paperback. You don't like that? I do not like that. I, I like you know put it out in hardcover first. The people that really like the hardcover can get it. If if they don't like the hardcover, if they don't want to spend because it's how much of a difference is it? Like five bucks? I'm not seven sure. bucks, maybe absolutely. ten. Can I just tell you that uh, on the jacket of the hardcover, it says that it's uh, collecting uh, issues one through seven, but yeah. actually it's issues one through eight. So for those of you uh, who feel like y- you want to get a bargain, it's like you're getting one more than advertised. That is that is a bargain. Yeah. Plus, I'm in the comic three times. You are, and you die. So for those of you who don't like Tony, you get to see him die. Double tap. That's what I said to Sarah. I was like, I was like, oh, you should like this issue because I die. She's like, why would you say that? That was my Sarah impression. Sarah, Sarah was in it too. Yeah, she's in the first 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 issue. And I don't know if you notice because I, I have like a, a blog page like separate from Comic Vine in case I want to talk about something other than comics. It's just uh-huh. gmanfromheck.com. And the, the, the header image is like the, the – I don't know what the technical term is. It's not the penciled version, but it's not the final version. It's like the, the bluish version. What That's- do you – that would just be the inked and toned version. That's it. Nice. Right. You know what? Speaking of Sarah, I feel like if she uh, if she was a rap artist, uh, her name would be Slima. Slima? Like, or Slim A. Hmm. Yeah. wonder if she's ever been called it. 
I, you know what? I called her that and she didn't like it. So there. Okay. So yeah, your so your hardcover. So it is on sale now. It is on sale now, but and, only um, only in comic and retail, only in comic shops, right? Then is it next week? It goes like bookstores. Is that how see, it works? You're asking about details, and that's just not me. Because okay, so. here's what I did when when I when I got home, I was like, oh, I got this book early. That's awesome. And I, I looked uh, on Amazon to see when it, it was released, and I think it said November thirteenth. That's what I thought. And then when I went to the comic store this week, they had, I, it. They had it there. So I was like, oh, then I was like, oh, it must be one of those things. Because a lot of times they'll do that. They'll release them to the comic stores early. I think it's kind of to, to give them a, a little, hey. Right. They need all the help they can get. Comic yeah. stores need to be supported because there's just not enough of them. So. Yes. So I think that's just like, you know, we'll give this to you a week early and then Amazon and everyone else is going to get it. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I went I went to some comic stores yesterday to drop off some fosters and I signed a few of the hardcovers. So if you go to Fat Collectibles or uh Beach Ball Comics or um Metropolis Comics in Bellflower, um you can get a personally signed hardcover by me. Nice. So there. And did you know Fosters is Australian for beer? I did know that because I've seen the commercials. Yeah. Um, the, you know what the other problem is? So the, the hardcover collects issues one through eight, but issue 14 is about to land. And what I hear a lot of people complaining, how, and I know you can't answer this, but they always complain about DC kind of takes their time in releasing the, the, the trades. Right. Versus like Marvel, they'll crank it out. So it's like, if someone's saying, Oh, here's issue 14 of the flash, I was living in a cave and I never read this. And then I'm going to get the other issues, but they're all sold out because they're so awesome. But this trade only has issues one through eight, so I can't read issue 14. That's true. So I don't know why DC takes their time. Well, honestly, I feel like there are people out there who are the wait for the trade dudes anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, like um, I saw there was like a review from Ain't It Cool News uh, on volume one. And uh, I don't recall them reviewing anything other than zero. Um so I just think there's a lot of people out there that they just don't even – the floppies mean nothing to them and they don't deal with it. So I think that's – if you're one of those guys, you don't have to worry because you're just going to wait anyway. You waited this long, right? Yeah. But but they, those people don't realize that that could jeopardize the longevity of a, a book. That's true. And especially when there's such a long gap, like a lot of – especially with books that uh, you know need all the, all the support they can get. If you, if you wait too long to release the trade – um, you know, you may be canceled before that trade has any positive impact. Or if, if they'll even bother printing it then if, if the series is canceled. Because like James Robinson, you know, he, he comes in frequently and he was talking about his um, Shade miniseries. And mm-hmm. I guess at, at one point, you know, sales were, you know, they were, DC was questioning it a little bit. And, you know, he wasn't even sure if, it, if he was going to be able to complete all 12 issues. So, you know, because there's a lot of people who are like, well, you know, I want to wait for the trade. But then, like, if you wait for the trade... You know, that could be a problem. Yeah. Well, th- there's a lot of problems in, in comics that should be fixed and that, you know, smarter people than I have uh, talked about. Uh, I don't really have any answers other than to tell people just buy more stuff and Christmas is coming around. So why don't you buy trades for all your relatives? You know, it doesn't have to just be flash trades. It can be other ones. Well, I, I bought um a few copies of 
the Flash, number one, number two, number three, for a particular reason. For um, stocking stuffers? Yeah. It's like, it's like, hey, everyone, here, here I am. Here's- you, you don't want to bend the comics, though, so be careful. when you, I mean, you need, like, really sort of wide, double-wide um, stockings. Well, you can kind of roll it without, you know, creasing it. You think so? I, 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 th- I think you can I, roll it in there. I feel like CGC would frown upon that. Well, right. that, that's the question if you're going to CGC, which, which yeah. I was able to roll up a print and stick it in my carry-on suitcase without it getting ruined, since no one at Long Beach Comic and Horror Con has rubber bands. Did no one? Did you check everybody? Well, France, or I mean, not France. Um, Dustin wasn't there. I asked um, Todd, and then, then every time I'd walk by someone, I'd kind of look. I was like, no one has rubber bands. And then, I feel like I feel like there was more people there than just those three you mentioned. No, I I, I um, messaged Dustin on on Facebook. We we're like talking about something like that, and I told him I was I was like, it's like yeah, every time I walked by your table, I was sad. I was like, and also I was looking for rubber bands, and no one had it. And he said that rubber bands were worse last year. So no you mean one, like like they're out of style. Now? Yeah, yeah. People don't don't do rubber bands anymore. What's this year then? I don't know. Um, Joel Gomez was saying that they do like the the big sleeves. You Those know, are expensive, though, right? I guess. I, I don't. I don't buy. I like rolling. I'm. I'm cheap. You're a roller. I guess. Yeah. That's how you roll. Get yeah. it? Yeah. That was a joke. I know. Just like yeah. your your other one, which I don't know if we should no, talk about. No, it's not my joke though. It's just a joke. So. No, and, and that the that joke is a joke you have to read in text form anyway. Okay. All right. Um, so let's we could do some questions. Now, these aren't specific to you. Maybe I, I, what I should have done is say, hey, Brian Buccellato is going to be on. Let me know if you have any questions. But I guess we can do that next time, right? Yeah. Time uh, you know, I'm willing to, to give an answer for any question, even if it's inaccurate and based on nothing. Okay. Let's – okay. There so th- this, these questions will be from the Ask G-Man video questions thread. So even though this isn't video anymore, right. it, it will still work, except the second one won't work. Okay, so the first one is from Blizzaga101. And, you know, I think some some of these people make up these, like, crazy names, so I have to read them. Blizzaga. Blizzaga. I think it's Blizzaga. Blizzaga, maybe. Blizzaga with a B. Yeah, that's what I said, Blizzaga. 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 And his icon is like an Iceman dude. I feel like that's like the intro class to Blizzagging. Blizzaga101. Yeah. All right, so he has, I'm assu- and I'm assuming it's a he, but I could be wrong. Well, that is an assumption. So it says, Defenders will be ending with issue 12. Um, I believe, personally, I'm really disheartened as I love the series, as was introduced to the notions of the Defenders during the Fear Itself spinoff The Deep and fell in love with the concept. Did you ever read Defenders? What did you think? And why do you think it didn't become as popular as Marvel hoped? So... Did you read the Defenders? Well, I read the Defenders back when uh, they were basically just like an off-brand Avengers in like the 70s. -hmm. And those comics, I would get like a big stack of comics and Defenders would be in there. And I'd immediately put them to the bottom (laughs) because I wasn't really interested. It was like Doctor Strange, Valkyrie. Yeah, it it was those. It was those. I mean, I would eventually read them because I would go through all the comics, like the Marvel 2-in-1 and all Mm -hmm. the, the ones I wanted to read. And then I'd be stuck with the Defenders. But, uh, you know, I'm not one to defend reading The Defenders. Marvel 2-in-1 with The Thing? Oh, loved it. My, one of my favorite issues, I think it was issue 50? It's either, no, it's either 50 or 100. It was with The Thing and Ben Grimm. 
How's that possible? Um, I actually did a video on it. I should send you the link where I, I kind of spoiled something. We don't something. talk about it now. You yeah, can, it's, 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 it's a good issue. It's the thing and Ben Grimm. Okay. Um, as far as the current defender, so it was Matt Fraction. I, I like his stuff. Um, I think Terry Dotson did some of the art. Um, I think the problem was, well, I don't know. I, okay, so Defenders, it had Doctor Strange, it had Silver Surfer, it had Red She-Hulk, had Iron Fist. So, I mean, you, you have some interesting characters, but... Those are all B-team, though, that, you know what I'm saying? I think that that was the problem, and... Wait, wait a second. I thought Wolverine was on every team. He wasn't on this one. He wasn't invited. See, that's the problem. If it would have been Wolverine and the Defenders, boom. Yeah. So that that's I think that's that's what it was. Even though like the Silver Surfer's cool, Doctor Strange has become cool. I just don't think it was enough. And I think also Matt Fraction, you know, he he would kind of make it kind of witty and you know a little absurd at times. Mm-hmm. So I think that was kind of the problem is that it just it didn't appeal to everyone. Is there so. anybody else in the Marvel universe that puts fannies in the seats like Wolverine? Like, can you do like you know Cyclops and the Defenders like? Or- or like Cap and the Defenders, or is it just Wolverine? Is he the only guy that does that? Uh, I don't know. Who is it in DC? Batman, of course. Well, I wasn't sure if you were going to say try saying the Flash. No, I, I am realistic about who the Flash is in context of the uh, you know the DC universe and sales. Did you ever read Secret Avengers? I mean, Secret Defenders. No, I didn't know it was a secret. There was a secret team. It was like in the 90s when there was like foil covers in that. And it was like Doctor Strange would assemble like other teams, like other members. It was just like random. Can I tell you, I kind of try. I dodged a lot of the 90s because I wasn't into the whole uh, crazy covers and collector speculating stuff. They kind of bugged me. Yeah. So I definitely wouldn't have read Secret Defenders, even if it had a hollow foil cover. And second question from Blazaga 101. What is, what is your speculation for issue 700 Amazing Spider-Man? Personally, I believe Spider-Man will have to kill Alpha as he will become dangerous and unpredictable. Now, here's a, the thing of note. This question is from a month and two weeks ago. Right. And That's, clearly it was announced that my man Josh Fialkov is doing an Alpha series. So henceforth, unless it's a zombie uh, series, uh, I don't think he's getting killed. Yeah. And, you know, so we, we saw in the series that Spider-Man dealt with the alpha problem. With, um, he kind of depowered him, took, took his, his abilities away. And, you know, he mentioned that he still kind of has the powers inside and that they'll come back at, at some point. So my understanding from what, what I read, because um, when I talked to Josh on Saturday, he, he said that there's really not much he can talk about the series. And, you know, so he had to try to do these, these interviews and. You know, he couldn't really say anything. But my understanding is that Alpha is still going to be going to Horizon Labs to get, like, tested, you know, to see the level of his powers or whatever. So that right there kind of spoils that Peter Parker – I don't remember if they specifically said Peter Parker was going to be testing him. But that kind of spoils that Peter Parker is still going to be alive also. Because what they've said is that Superior Spider-Man will not be Peter Parker. We just don't know who. I just – you know what? Don't kill Peter Parker. No. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already did in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, I just come on, man. That's Peter Parker. So that—that's the thing. I mean, how how do you feel about comic book deaths as a as a writer? Oh, you know what? I mean, we all know that nobody stays dead forever, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, you know, for me, the big comic book death when I was a kid was uh, was Phoenix. 
And I took that to uh, my heart when they brought her back. Like it was a personal affront to me. Uh, and I didn't deal with it very well. So uh, at, that was the moment I said, you know what? It's just comics. And I can't invest uh, so much to the point where I'm offended or hurt by it. Because they're going to bring him back. They brought Barry back. They bring everybody back. Mm-hmm. Bucky died and came back, right? Yeah, yeah brilliantly. I mean, and he was he was the dude who was unbringbackable. Yep. I, so. I think I think the key is. I mean, I I understand why comic book deaths happen, you know, or why publishers may want to do this, so you know they can make a big deal about it and all that. You know, I get that. But I I think the real key is on on your guys's part is you know it has to be meaningful, and you know there should be the morning time, you know, to see like with the the death of Human Torch. I mean, I, I thought that was ha- handled really well, you know, just seeing how they all reacted to it. Right. But, well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it always should be story first, not – I mean, nobody likes to make a decision from a marketing standpoint on down creatively. I know that happens, but uh, all the – you know – and you can make it work. You know, if they came – if they come to you and say, hey, you know, we're going to kill off, um, you know, Superman, and you're writing Superman, then you – you know – it's up to you to find the best way to do that, the most interesting way, and earn that moment. It's really about earning the death, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. Um, so I'm not against deaths, but uh, sometimes it's transparent when it's a death just for the sake of uh, uh, publicity or shock value. Yeah. And uh, what I, I constantly say on a regular podcast that when it does happen, it's not like the writers are saying, I want to kill this person off. I mean, a lot of times – it may be editorial saying we want to do this. We want to shake up the universe. We yeah. want to do yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, there's plenty of reasons why. And also, ultimately, you have to say to yourself, no death is forever. Mm-hmm. So, um, including Doctor Guerrero. No, no, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> I don't know clones. He that's yeah, all. There's you know so many clones. He cloned himself. It was a, a clone there's, 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 there's no – the problem is that there's nobody who wants him back other than you. I bet there's at least maybe three or four other people on Comic Vine. If, if you can get me – what's a fair number? Let's see. If you can get me 500 people. 500? Is that too, that's a lot? Maybe. Um, how many people uh, read read your stuff or, or listen to your – Casts. I well, the, the how many people listen? That's a big question because when it goes to iTunes, I don't, I don't personally, I don't know how to access that data. If how about a hundred? Is a hundred too much? It Give me a hundred people to say that they want Doctor Guerrero back, and we'll bring him back. So you can do like one of those online petition things. Yeah, I'm not going to handle any of it. You would have to handle all of it and furnish me with proof. Okay, but then how, how do you prove that those like you know Pat McGroin? There's actually a user called Pat McGroin. You know what? I trust you. Okay. Oh, I'll see. I'll see. No. Uh, all right. The second question is: This is a bad question in audio format. It's from the elusive new reader. He says, "I can't take my eyes off the owl mask on your wall. Can you please put it on just for a second? I want to wear it vicariously through you." When I did these videos for my home office, I. Took uh, like I had a I forgot what picture was up on a wall, but then I took it down because I was eventually going to paint the office, and so I just stuck a one of those court of owl masks from like San Diego, mm-hmm. and, you know you see everywhere. Um, so I just hung that up there, and it just it just sits there in, in the background. So 
Unfortunately, I can't put it on on a podcast. You it can. Was, you just you just have to take your word for it. Trust. Yeah. Him. I trust him. You trust him, Mister Elusive New Reader. I'll I'll do it some some point. I'll do something. I I, I did I do have a picture. There's a, a picture of me wearing it at San Diego, and then I kind of photoshopped the picture of like, um, Christian Bale Batman like facing off against me. So okay. we'll do something. There, it, there is a picture. I'll put in the comments or something. Good next is from Iron Bat six two eight. What I want to know is what happened to Iron Bat six two seven. I believe um, he died, uh, but they're going to bring him back. If he gets a petition. (laughs) Okay, so the first question, what do you think about – I can't say this guy's name. Digimon Hansu? You know who that guy is? Yes, I do. Um, I know who he is. I just can't say his name. What do you think about him playing Black Panther in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I feel like I've answered this question before. I feel like he's, he's a little too old at this point. Maybe. I feel like his window is closed. Uh, I'm all for going uh, with a more of an unknown. Um, yeah. I would I, say find, you know, find the best actor. I mean, I'm sure he could do it. He's a good actor. I just I worry that he's getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah. I think with all these movies is you need an actor that's willing to keep the mask on. That's not going to be like Tobey Maguire and having the Spider-Man mask ripped off left and right. Because it, it seems like that's what you know. A lot of these actors they want their face, their faces to be seen. It also depends what version of Black Panther is it going to be. You know what I mean? Is he already the king and been around a while? Then you can cast somebody that's in their thirties. You know, is it a younger Black Panther? All that, you know, all that stuff factors into it. Yeah, I, I also think it's it's weird if you get someone who's like too well known of an actor, and then if you're looking at them in the roles, like do you are you buying them as a character? Or are you? It's, it's tough. I mean, obviously, that was a big challenge for Daredevil when Ben Affleck uh, mm-hmm. put on the half mask. Um, you know, seeing him as as Matt Murdock and not as Ben Affleck as Matt Murdock. You know, that's a tough one. Okay, question number two: If there were a Justice League movie greenlit, which uh, I guess it has. I mean, yeah, it's 2015, right? That's what they're saying, but I mean, I guess it's creeping along. 2015 is gonna be crazy. Yes, it is. With Avengers and Justice League and Star Wars. And, and I, I believe there's going to be a, a, an actual zombie apocalypse in 2015. Mm, hopefully it'll be later in the year. Yeah. Okay, assuming that this new Superman will do a good job, what actors would you like to see play the other JLA iconic figures? And this, these are always a hard question. It's like, okay, what actor would you want to play Batman? So we got Batman, Flash, Hawkman, Jon Stewart, Martian Manhunter, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. Because I don't know if, if I could rattle off like a well-known actor to play these roles because going back with, with like the Ben Affleck thing is, you know, if you get an, a well-known good actor, it might be harder to buy them. Right. I, I think you can, you can always get like a, like a TV actor, somebody who hasn't made the big, uh, you know, big break in uh, on the silver screen. I think sometimes that works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, I know – I, I've said this before, but for uh, Flash, uh, I like my man from Drive. Um, what's his name? Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Um, He's got three names. Yeah. Not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No. Nope. Who some people would think would be Batman based on the Dark Knight movie. But uh, How do you feel about that? He just doesn't seem physical enough for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like he can kick any... I feel like if I could feel like... 
if I could kick your ass, you shouldn't be playing Batman. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that, that I could kick his ass. Yeah. But he, he, yeah. he beefed up a little bit for that movie. I mean, or not, not too much, but he's, he's a little solid. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Why is there three names? I don't know. Three syllables. Ryan, no. Gosling. I don't know what I'm thinking. But I, he's my choice for Barry Allen. Um, Hawkman, uh, you know. I mean, does it matter who's Hawkman, to be quite honest? Yeah. I, you know what I, I mean? Like, I mean, he, got, he has like a helmet and wings, and he's definitely going to be on the periphery. It's not like he's going to be, you know, you're not hinging any scenes on what Hawkman has to say. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't worry so much. But, and, you know, I guess it sounds bad for all the Hawkman fans out there. But um, is that book still being published? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's um, um, Mr. Rob Liefeld's um, finish. I guess his story's finishing up. They're doing it's a there's a crossover with a Green Arrow going on right now, and then um, I don't know if they they've announced who's doing it next. If it has been announced, I, I don't know. But it's definitely it's it's definitely being published though. Um, pretty sure. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think. No, because Green Arrow came out this week, and I think it was a continuation from Hawkman, which might have come out the week or so before. Um, but then, like, like Martian Manhunter, it's like, that could be almost anyone. I mean, you can almost have them all CG, which I don't necessarily think that's a good thing, but I don't know. What do you think about that? For who? For Martian Manhunter? Yeah. You think it should be CG, or it should be a guy with, like, prosthetics, makeup? No, I mean... I mean uh... I mean, I think he'd be CG when he's in like the Martian Manhunter form, mm-hmm. but a lot of times, you know, he takes the human face, and and I, I would think you would at least model it after um, after an actor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Martian Manhunter. I don't know. Like, uh, hmm. I tell you who who I wouldn't choose. I wouldn't choose Tyler Perry because he looked god awful in that. Uh, in that movie, he was just in where he tried to be serious. Mm-hmm. Oof. Right, what about Wonder Woman? Uh, Wonder Woman. Um... There's sort of a rumor. What's about... the rumor? All right, so Henry Cavill, you know, he's you know, he's Superman, right? And so some people are speculating that um, I think Gina Carano that that he, she and and Cavill have been like seen together, so they're they're wondering, does this have anything to do? Like, is she gonna like make an appearance, a cameo in Man of Steel? Hmm. Should she be Wonder Woman? Because mm. she was a, a MMA fighter, and she did yeah. she did that one other movie, which I, I I forget the name of it. I really feel like you need to be mind numbingly hot to be Wonder Woman, but yet also be able to kick ass. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, I go with an unknown. I go with somebody who's a good actor out there that, that is not that familiar because I just don't – there's nobody that comes to mind. You know what I mean? Either they're too little or they look too manly or – What did you like, think just, of Adrian Palicki? She It didn't work for me. She was a little too butch for, for my taste for Wonder Woman. Well, Wonder Woman sometimes is. She's I know, Amazon. but I, I, you know what? I, I'm, all, I'm more about the Linda Carter version mm-hmm. than like the. Is it Adam Hughes who does all? Who does all the like the really macho looking Wonder Woman covers? Um, Adam Hughes. Well, he he sometimes like beefy versions of her, right? A little beefy, but voluptuous. I would say more voluptuous, maybe. Yeah, 
see. But then you got know, like I, the Michael Turner, which is like, you know, right. super thin. I, I'd, I'd rather have a Wonder Woman who didn't look like she could kick my ass, but really could, than one who looked like she could kick my ass. So you wouldn't want Kristen Kruick? I just would want her in my life. <laughs> she could be your Wonder Woman. She's not, well, she's not tall enough, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think she could be one of them, you know, but I would definitely wonder about her and be like, damn woman. Are you watching that show? I am. And I got to tell you, I'm watching it because she's in it. <laughs> what, when is it on? Is it on Wednesdays or Thursdays? I watched it on Hulu. So oh. I think I watched it on Fridays, which probably means Thursdays it comes out. Yeah, it's just, it's not hitting the mark, but <clears throat> I want to support it because I have, um, I have a healthy obsession with her. I don't think it's unhealthy. Okay. Yeah. And now, what's was she at New York Comic Con? I, I've never seen her in her life. Because mm, one of these days, you guys are going to be at the same convention. I know. I can. You know what? And I live for that day. And hmm, if it's on the CW, and CBS has an association with CW, should try to see if you can make something happen. That's a good idea. Hey, for Aquaman, what about what about uh, uh, now? Does he have to be all like a big muscle bound dude? This is my what I wonder about these roles. He's a swimmer. Yeah. What about um, what about my man Charlie Hunnam from uh, from Sons of Anarchy? I like him. Oh, okay. I'll go with that. You don't know who he is? Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. I'll go with Charlie Hunnam. See, so these type of questions are hard because, I mean, look how long it took us to go through this. It took a long time. But there was a little distraction. Third, and we're, we still got more questions. Third question. Do you think we'll see the X-Men, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, Ghost Rider, not Nick Cage, make crossovers in the MCO since Avengers did so well? So, um, yeah, most of those, not, I don't think all of them, are Fox. So the question is, could they appear in Marvel Disney movies? And I think... Um, they said that Spider-Man could have been in the Avengers movie. So I, I guess it would be a matter of if Disney made some sort of deal with Fox. I don't see it happening. I, th- I just think there's, a, there's so many, there's so many legalities involved with who's got the rights, when and all those. And then, and then story wise. And I think if you, if you did a cameo, not like a full, full on role. And first of all, why would I want to go see a movie that had all those in, in one movie? Well, they're 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 saying crossovers, not necessarily like all in in one one movie. But you know what? I right now I just throw Ghost Rider out. Who cares? I mean, Ghost Rider doesn't translate to film. He's a talking skull that he, always looks stupid. But he can pee fire. I you know I haven't seen either of the Ghost Rider movies. It doesn't matter who it, you know. It doesn't matter who is the guy who's behind him. It's a skull that talks. It doesn't work. It's a problem with Skeletor. But um, Josh Vilkov, your buddy, mm-hmm. wrote a, a Skeletor comic. Yeah, but it, it wasn't filmed. True. It just live action. It just talking skull doesn't work. Well, I think aren't aren't they working on a? I don't know if they're make, working on a Masters Universe movie. So I've what? been working on that so many times. I read I read a script maybe three or four years ago that was actually pretty cool. I, I enjoyed it. It was a uh, it's it was very like Lord of the Ringsy kind of take on it which i liked but i think that one's been since thrown out the door it's too bad all right last and final question from this this guy um since tony stark bruce wayne are both single billionaire geniuses and endless amounts of toys could it be safe to say they'd be an almost unstoppable 
if they were a tag team? Well, first of all, Batman can beat anyone, so it doesn't matter. So he doesn't need Iron Man. You know, not everyone agreed with that. Yeah, because people don't have any foresight. So all Batman I, needs is a minute. Like, just give him a minute to figure your ass out. You know what I, I, mean? I, I put that video up from Long Beach. That I did, so I did the first one about can Batman defeat everyone. Right. And I think just you and Josh were the only ones that said he could. And coincidentally, Josh and I are the smartest people in that whole bunch. Mm, there you go. No, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> people in there. All right, let's go to Matt Wing 87 Do you think the Bible would be read more if they adapted into a graphic novel, LOL? It's been adapted into graphic novels. Yeah, it's like I kids' think, books. By the way, I think it's read plenty. Yeah. I mean, I mean obviously not enough to um, – to change the outcome of uh, election 2012, but um, it's been read enough. Okay. Don Dave, do you think that Ares will still be a Wonder Woman villain? Um, I believe that I was sitting next to um, is it Clip Chang. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I can't remember names when I'm put on the spot. Um, I believe uh, that answer was yes. Hmm. There you go. Exclusive, you overheard. I don't. I, no, no. I thought it was at, at a con. No, maybe. Not. I don't know. I mean, people talk all the time. That's that's the thing. Is like it could have been talked about, and then sometimes things change. Let me just disclaim anything I say. You are not saying as as a f- official representative of DC so Comics or anyone else. Not speaking for anyone. Not even me. I'm just saying it. Okay. So don't believe whatever I say. Don't believe the hype. Right. Okay, Phantom 555. Phantom. Phantom. Yeah. Phantom. Says, hey, G-Man, I know a lot of people are asking about where Stephanie Brown, Cass Kane, and others are, but I was wondering, why doesn't anyone seem to miss Mia Dearden? Also, even though it's been canceled for a little while, do you think Static Shock is a good enough character to be written correctly with a better writer than before? I don't know about that. Um, could become a major character in DCU, almost level Spider-Man in Marvel Universe, blah, blah, blah. Who would you have right? Static. Um, Mia, um, what, I guess she, she falls into the others. Like, does she exist? You know, now that the Ali has been de-aged right. and, and, you know, Roy is no longer was his ward. It was more like, you know, his buddy, his, his partner. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that puts Mia. You know, she, who knows where she's at. It's the same thing with like Cassandra Kane, you know. If if um, uh, Lady Shiva has been de-aged, is she old enough to have had a kid that could be like seventeen? Let me just let me just. Um, I remember Dan talking at a con um, about all this stuff and saying and saying something to the effect of of these characters. It's not like they're disappeared and you'll never see them. You know what I mean? Like. Everything in its time and place, like like they didn't want to just throw everything back into the into the the universe. Otherwise, there would have been no point in rebooting it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like uh, let's let's th- let the characters come into the stories organically and you know um, and over time, it makes it more interesting, don't you think? Yeah, and I also think if if, if they're gonna be you know constantly doing these different waves. And, you know, I understand, you know, if a book's not selling, you know, 
I don't I don't know if necessarily it should be like okay this book's not selling let's cancel it because you know you could look at you know maybe we need a new direction or you know maybe you know new creative team or you know other things like that but it just seems like DC is just saying okay it's not working it's done what's next and I don't know if that's necessarily the right thing to do on one hand it could put the pressure on you guys that you know you always got to step up which you guys are always doing that and I, I think that there's other factors. Um, on, on a on a podcast, you know, we get questions, and and someone mentioned how some of the, the the lesser known characters don't get a lot of publicity. You know, you don't see a lot of you know ads or advertisements, you know, in the comics about these other characters. So I I, I think that there's there's other factors. The answers almost in in the question, lesser known characters like a lesser known. Let, let's be honest, you know, lesser known characters uh, aren't going to support their own book unless there's like a ridiculous creative team. That is going to bring people along for the ride, mm-hmm. you know. So it's almost like it's almost unfair to the character to expect them to be able to support a book when history shows, you know, that you know, there's only so many people buying comics and there's only so many characters, you know, uh, that can support their own book. So you know, it's it's a bit of a question that there's no there's no answer to. I, I just I don't know. Like you know, Static Shock, if he had had an audience the book would still be going, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's easy to blame it on, you know, Oh, the writer, the writer, you know, uh, if there was a better writer on there, well, what's that, what, what's that writer going to be? You're going to have Jeff Johns, right? Static shock. I think there could, I mean, there was also the question whether it was a writer editorial, you know, and things like that. So, I mean, I don't, I don't like putting the blame on just one person, you know, I'm sure there's other things, but I, I say, you know, static shock, why not put him in a Teen Titans? He made an appearance there um, after his book was canceled, so he, right. he could fit there. I also heard rumblings that you know I don't know if there's there's a matter of like um, whether it's the rights you know if they're if they're milestone characters if that's that could be a factor you know why right because I I think with like the Young Justice series that there there's question about that too because you know we don't know why the series was pulled until January, but um, right. as far as him becoming. A character almost at the level of Spider-Man. That's not possible. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be around a lot longer. I mean, and it's Spider-Man. They're who? I mean, what other characters are the level of Spider-Man? You know, I mean, as much as you like characters, even a guy like Deadpool is, you know, who over the years has been popular. Uh, uh, he's not the level of Spider-Man. I mean, that's rare air. That's reserved for the the greats. Yeah. All right, Arrow Man says um, favorite character and least favorite character in the Young Justice TV series. You probably haven't caught that, have you? No, I haven't. I, people hate me for the fact that. Well, I think people just hate me sometimes, yeah. but uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it. And I know it, it's like everyone, their mother, uh, has uh, uh, endorsed it, and I'm sure it's a fantastic series. I just haven't had a chance to watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate. It it seem, I don't know, think it's official, 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 but it looks like it's going to be ending, which is is too bad. I think they made a bold move um, between seasons where they actually progressed it five years. That magic number that the DC seems to like. So it's like you know, you know, it started off where Dick was Robin, and you know he was like like thirteen, and you know now he's Nightwing. So it's 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 interesting that they they did that. Um, right. as, as far as favorite and least favorite, um, that that's a tough one. I mean, because you got Wally on there, who doesn't. Ooh. Just some guy named Wally, Wally West. I don't know. Who, he, he seems familiar. Um, yeah, he's, 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 
Um, but yeah, I mean, Robin's cool. I mean, you know, cause he, he's always doing his, his thing, you know, he's, he's being Robin, um, which is kind of interesting cause the, the Dick Grayson Robin, he's almost a little more like, like Tim Drake. And we have Tim now in the second, um, season. Mm-hmm. So it's good. As far as least favorite, um, I might have to go with Lagoon Boy. He's, because he's actually with Miss Martian. This is like spoilers if you haven't been watching it. And poor Connor, um, Superboy, is like sitting back, mooning over Miss Martian. And she's with, with Lagoon Boy. Yeah, screw Lagoon Boy. I like Connor. Yeah. Um, favorite comic book weapon or item? Example, yeah. Green Lantern Ring or the Mother Box? The Ultimate I, Nullifier. Bam. There was a, they actually made a character named Ultimate Nullifier. And, and this, he's like some teen kid with this. He was just really, really bad. No, the actual ultimate. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. One, like there's a device. Yeah, but I know. The ultimate nullifier is awesome. I like the Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. Right. Can, I, can I hold the ultimate nullifier with the Infinity Gauntlet on? Uh, you'd have to be careful because the ultimate nullifier seems a little delicate. It looks like it's got some pieces that could break off. It's true. It also looks like it's right off the set of like, you know, uh, Space 1999 or something. Yeah. Really- um, third question. If you, your life was a comic book, who would you want as a writer and artist? Uh, who sells the most? I Probably uh, Scott. Right now, Scott Snyder and... Uh, Do you Greg- want Scott Snyder to write your life? No, no. Well... He, would, he beats it, the it, hell out of Batman, puts him through the ringer. It would never be canceled. But, but you, you'd never be happy. You'd always be getting beat up and having all your loved ones... I'm gonna write my own. I'm gonna write my own comic book, and I'll get Francis to draw it because I can trust him. See, that's, that's what I was saying. I can have you you write it because I, I think you'd be fair to me, except when oh. you you shoot me in the back. Um, and then you and Francis can handle the art. Sounds good. There you go, Doctor Grail coming soon in 2015. After Doc after G. the apocalypse, can we call it Doc G. Yeah. All right. Um, here's another question from. Is this the same Matt Wing? Seven? Was there a different number on the other one? I thought we had Matt Wing already. Oh yeah, we I did. Oh, yes, uh, yeah. he's asking two questions the same same week. Um, would it be cool if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a crossover at the Marvel Universe? I think we should just answer it. This is literally a yes or no question, so we should just answer it yes or no. But they like when I. I guess that's the point is because I tend to ramble. Which you should, makes you should it, ask a question that's open ended. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this one. Yes. Right. Okay. Right, let's move on. <laughs> um, Mick, what's how you say this guy? Mick, Mick okay. McKellen Mick, Scott. McClellan Scott. Okay, you've never quite said, but do you know why James Robinson was pulled from He-Man in the Masters Universe after first issue? Will this be a discussion point next time James is on a show? And please let James know that I loved issue one. I will say um, yes and no. I think. Well, I, I would. Say, I yeah. I don't have any knowledge here, so I have I'm some. Say- I I've never talked to James specifically about it. I'll just say that I've never said, "Hey, what happened?" But I kind of heard. Um, well, can I tell you what I heard? Sure. I heard that he got into a fist fight with Man at Arms, and Man at Arms, uh, since he's at Arms, won, and that's why he's no longer on the book. And knowing James, I would say um, that it it could maybe possibly involve Ram Man and. Some inappropriateness, right? <laughs> and so, uh, hey, this next person has thirteen questions. See, this is okay. This is curse based tea, and other people are like, 
you shouldn't ask so many questions. You should limit. So these are ones you got to shoot through. Let's rapid okay. fire these bad boys. Why do so many fans try to write every character as homosexual? This is one thing when it's one woman do. So, okay. So um, it, it's like, you know, Batman and Robin, they always do this. And like a lot of times you do these searches and you see these, these images. So it's like, is this something that people want? Okay, why do so many fans try to write every character as homosexual? That is a statement that makes no sense. I'm sorry. Why do so many fans try to write char- every character as a homosexual? Maybe there are some fans who do it. Yeah. And it sounds like there's too many fans for your liking, KRS base or whatever. But who cares? Move on. Number two. Okay. Let people be. I think it's people, it's wish fulfillment, all those people that are doing Let's it. Let people be. If Who's- you don't want read about that don't read about it whose character do you like better supergirl or power girl supergirl me too much better costume yeah the power costume is a little too much what, the new one or the old one either <laughs> well the new one is constantly getting burnt off and yeah which doesn't make sense but that's another discussion why do female characters have trouble with the title at least in marvel seeing as voodoo was the only female headed um book so far to fall Okay, that question we're going to skip because grammatically it's incorrect. And also, well, I'm I'm just going to add that Marvel is increasing um, with the, the female books. We got Red She-Hulk. They just talked about um, um, the Fearless Defenders, and um, there's there's something else. Oh, there's it's Captain Marvel. Their own ongoing series. Yes, yeah, they're going there. Number five. <laughs> Cartoon Network characters are owned by the same company as Marvel and DC owns, or as Marvel. And Disney owns Marvel. Would it be possible for those two companies to appear in DC or Marvel World, which would work better? I don't agree with Cartoon Network's owned by. I don't think yeah. there's any Marvel characters on Cartoon Network anymore. But I'm going to say the answer is no, because regardless who it is, it's it's a matter of license. Yes, a lot of times they don't cross streams. Yeah. So, um, do Ted Cord or Dan Garrett exist in DC? And you world, or do you think they might be in Earth too? I think we might have asked James about that, and I think the answer is we don't know if they exist in the DCU, and I think they don't exist in Earth too. Okay, moving on. Seven. Have any DC or Marvel comics ever dealt with the negatives of religion? Um, you have characters affected by the Holocaust, but I've never seen a story where you actually see a character whose entire viewpoint shaped by hate for a religion. Um, I'm trying to think that there there was. I don't know if Daredevil dealt with any religion, you know, because there's always religion thrown in with Daredevil. But um, there was when when Asgard was hovering over like Nebraska or whatever. There was like mm-hmm. a church nearby that kind of had a problem with it because you know they're Asgardian gods and like that. So I think it, it's been touched on. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't really care to answer this question. I think it's like it's way overwritten, uh, and I'm not. I'm not a big fan of these questions. Can we go to eight? Okay, who is more powerful, Doctor Doom or Magneto? Who would win in a fight? Uh, Magneto is more powerful. I would put my money on Doctor Doom because he's more ingenious. I agree. He probably has safeguards against Magneto's powers. Yeah. Why has Wonder Woman not used her electrokinetic? Zeusy powers in the Justice League series, and do you think giving her these powers is partly to make the Trinity DC equal Marvel's Avengers Trinity, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America? I think well, one, it's just different writers and the story point. I don't think it's trying to be anything. Yeah, and and just hasn't she hasn't needed to use it. So um, number ten, so Wasp is back. Was her length of death above average? Seemed like she was she was gone for a while. I don't Actually, know what's the average. Um, I don't even know what the average is, but 
it, you know what? Let's let's get uh, let's get back to that. And we'll number crunch that um, on the first of November. Go ahead. Okay. Have the X Men ever substituted for the Avengers? Um, I thought all the X Men were now on the Avengers. Now they are. So there you go. Whatever happened to Photon? Um, I'm assuming he's talking about the female Photon, who used to be Captain Marvel, uh, Monica Rambu or something like that. Um, I don't know what happened to her, but I think she's still around. I think I don't know if she was in Heroes for Hire recently, maybe. Um, Kyle Rayner of Young Justice. Young Justice, yes or no? Yes or no? I'm going to say maybe. Okay. Right, let's move on. Okay, Z Guy ninety one. I heard a rumor a while back that Thanos actually wasn't going to be the villain for Avengers 2, but for Guardians of the Galaxy movie instead. Do you know if there's any truth to that? And if so, then who do you think will be the villain for the next Avengers movie? Um, I heard that same thing, but again, I don't have any insight on in what they're, they're doing. Yeah, I don't have any in- special insight other than logically speaking. Why would, you in- why would you cameo a villain who you didn't establish in that movie and then move it on to a different movie. It doesn't really seem to make sense. But I say they can do that because then there could be the tie. Then, could, because realistically, how many people are going to be like, yeah, I want to see Guardians of the Galaxy? You know, you, you talk about the average person who doesn't read comics. They're not going to know is who Is that just, movie Greenlit? Guardians, yeah. It's um, uh, 2014, I think. You know, it could be. It could be. Well, which comes first? Maybe, maybe the Guardians of the Galaxy movie is going to run into the Avengers movie. So maybe he'll appear there first. Yeah, because he's out and in space. Then be the Avengers villain. Yeah. So I, I say, as for Avengers, I, I think they should get Ultron. You know, they can whatever's going to happen in the Ant Man movie if that's Hank Pym. I you think they should get who? Super Adaptoid. Yeah, that's what I want. Do you remember him? Yeah, I do. That's what I want. Um, I really miss Red Tornado. He was one of my favorite Justice Leaguers. How do you think they'll eventually bring him into the DC and you, or will they at all? I think it'll be when they they have a certain wave and they need to bring in another character. And I think yeah, that's you can't really speculate on how it's, it depends on the writer, you know. Yeah, but I think that's also why maybe they're holding back on some of the characters because they want to be able to have like Wave Seven, the return right. of Wally West, or something like that. Right. You got to save some of the big guns for later. Um. Necrotic lycanthrope. Um, so this is from Halloween, almost. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Solicitations of Dynamite lately haven't been placing the new Army of Darkness series. Um, has Dynamite given up entirely on the series? Are they rebooting it again for another volume? I would say, um, depending on the sales, but I would say that they are not going to give up on it because I, I think people are still buying it, or you know, the, the fans, the, the following so I, I think it's it's still going because I, I think they've also been doing like like mini series, like you know just do little arcs and then yeah. take a break and then release another one. Another question regarding Army of Darkness: the character of Evil Ash has either evolved into a more deranged psycho called Evil Ash Prime and seemingly was destroyed for good in Army of Darkness from the ashes, or has fragmented, causing many ashes and more ash clones to appear. Did, was there a question there? I think he's asking if uh, he's dead or not, or if he's going to be mini cloned because of the little mini ashes. Uh, we have we have no insider information on that. So well, I say he's uh, not dead. Also, he's not dead. They're never dead. We, we're nothing. That's the lesson of this um, podcast. Yeah. yeah. And even though Evil Ash is a zombie deadite and never stays freaking dead like Jason Voorhees, is it safe to assume that he has gone for good from the lower current storytelling of Evil Dead? Or is he being revved up for another event? Maybe one that makes him into a unique character rather than... T- he's not dead. 
Um, it's never safe to assume that anyone is gone for good. Isn't it? I, I don't know if you know um, Elliot Serrano. I think no. he. I, I just know him from Twitter. And, um, I think he. He was. I know he wrote one of the Evil Dead's. I think. So he's the one to ask or ask yeah, anyway. it, Just in general, he's it's not never dead. safe to assume that somebody will be gone forever. All right, Doctor Evil Porkchop. Um, he says the videos are awesome, but there's no more. Actually, well, we'll talk about the video and later. Um. If you could bring one superhero or villain to the real world, who would it be and why? Who would you bring? Hmm. Would, would it be like a um, sexy female? No, I mean, I, I would probably choose Superman. I feel like he could do the most good, and he's probably the most equipped to do the most good, given the current world that we're in. You mean better, more? he can do more than, than Batman? Yeah, because yeah, realistically, Batman has no powers, so you just bomb his ass, and like in real life... I don't think Batman works, but if you take the conventions of Superman with his kryptonite, ain't nobody got kryptonite. He'll come here and he'll just regulate, okay, big time. And um, oh, villain, I, I would want um, Galactus. You'd just want Galactus? I, yeah, why not? Because he'll so eat you, the world. Yeah, but we, I mean, wouldn't it be cool to see a big giant eye over the horizon? It'd be scary. I think even you would be scared. You know, you say you don't get scared. No, Galactus would scare me. You know, he's dressed in purple. You'd be like Prince. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter when you're just, when you're that badass. I mean, if Prince taught us anything, if you're that badass, you can wear purple. All right. Second one: If you were on a deserted, if you were deserted on an island, could only read one DC fifty-two and one Marvel comic from the past two years, which would they be and why? Now you're talking about like one book one month or a, reading the series? Um, that's, that's the question. I, I would assume they would say one series. Cause if you only have one comic, you know, you have to get specific. Like I want, you know, this issue number eight or whatever. Right. So I think it would be one series. So one new 52. Um, should I say the flash? You say whatever comes to your mind. You don't have to hurt my. It's not going to hurt my feelings. You know, I like the Flash. You know, I'm a, I'm I know a huge fan. I know. Um, you are. See, if I would have to say out of, I I think I would rank like Flash and Batman are at the top. I think. I mean, you guys have been consistent, and and Snyder and Capullo. The, the, the been. last two years, uh, I would say that Batman and Robin barely nudges out Batman for me. Uh, I don't know. There's some I, I didn't like the the last the Terminus arc. Where, you know, all those those guys that were beat up by Batman before? Yeah. Like the guy had a battering in his head? Mm-hmm. I, I don't really like that arc so much. Well, you know what? I'm not as caught up as... I'm going to go with your gut and and switch my answer to Batman. I, I just think it's it's been consistent. Um, I trust you. Okay. Um, and as far as Marvel, um, I might have to go with Spider-Man. Um, Dan Slott's Spider-Man has been consistent. Um... I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, you could say like Uncanny X-Force, Rick Remender, but that's ending. I'm going to tell you the only Marvel book I've read is, I think I read like, uh, whichever issue of AVX that opens up with Captain America talking to somebody, asking for his help. Oh, yeah. And then you turn the page, and then it's the Hulk, and Hulk says, Hulk will smash for you. Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar. Huh? That was freaking awesome. So I'm going to take AVX just so I can read the rest of it. I think that was like the last issue, too. 
I don't know if it's it might have been the second to last one. It was but either at, eleven or twelve. At, at the end of that one, you get Dark Cyclops. Okay, and no, that I'm must just going to tell you for the record that uh, Cyclops is my all-time favorite Marvel character. Hmm. Well, next week is is all new X Men, where yeah. um, the young X Men are coming back. I, I probably won't have time to read that, but hmm. well, um, there is a Avengers vs X Men hardcover that is out that contains everything. So maybe you should look into that. Maybe you should get me that for Christmas. It's like seventy five bucks, man. It's like, well, that that's the retail because it has like the twelve issues, and I I don't know if it has like extra. Maybe, stuff. maybe you should use your connections to get me one. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to, the yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. But that that it's it's. I think it's limited too because it probably at that price they're not going to make a lot of them. So, um, but a lot of people are angry with Avengers vs X Men, and I I could tell you the whole point of the series, but I don't want to spoil it for you. Are you still there? Hello? All right. So, yeah, there's a little little glitch there. So, we're back. Um, yeah, so, Avengers for X-Men, hardcover, expensive, limited. So, get no. that if you, if you can. Put on your Christmas list. Mattitude 22, whatever happened to the webcomic spotlight on Comic Vine? So, Matt Elfring, one of our writers, used to do that. And I, I think the main thing was um, it wasn't getting a lot of views. So, you know, he'd have to look. And also because he, he, he would take suggestions. He's, he'd tell people, hey, if you know of a webcomic you want me to spotlight, let me know and we'll look into it. And there wasn't a lot of response, which was unfortunate because that was something that, that Matt and I like wanted to, to do. Mm, that's a shame. Yeah. We spotlighted um, Agnes's comic one, one week. That's nice of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, we do look at at views like article views, features views, video views to see you know what works and what doesn't. So that's just mm-hmm. how it goes. It's a matter of time. Unkillable Deadpool one. Do you think Deadpool will regain his healing factor ever again? Um, the answer is yes, because it happened in the last issue of his his series, and issue one just came out this week. What series do you suggest for me from the New Fifty Two? Already collected every GL title, Blue Beetle, and the Flash. Um, so like I said, um, Batman and, oh, he says the flash already. Batman is, is solid. I love Green Lantern. That's, that's solid. I'm going to say Batman and Robin or I Vampire. Yeah. There you go. Um, but see the thing with I Vampire, you really need to go back from issue one. I was talking to Josh about this. I loved issue 13 that just came out, Mm -hmm. but if you haven't read the entire series, you, uh, you can enjoy it. But I think, I think any series I would, I would, uh, Beckon you to start from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Two armed. In previous videos, you've stated that you feel Daredevil has one, if not the weakest, in terms of quality and how well they're used. Rogues gallery from the Marvel heroes. Which DC hero has the weakest rogues gallery, and what do you think could be done to change? Do you really that? think that? I mean, okay, maybe he doesn't. I don't have know if like I a, said one the... that has a lot of breadth, but I mean, come on, Kingpin of Crime. But that's that's also he shares them with Spider Man. Well, Bullseye. So what? The bullseye is like his the, the owl, a dude that, that has a, wears a green coat and has big hair and and carries like claw things in his hands. Why is it always got to be about the rose gallery anyway? I don't know. That's, that's what the question is. I don't remember making the statement about having the weakness or one of the weakness. Um, yeah. But as, as, okay, what what DC character has weak villains? Um, because we all know it, as far as the best. Batman and The Flash. I mean, I love the rogues. Right. That's why I, the the last latest issue of The Flash, where they're all together. It's got a lot of rogues in it. Yeah, that was cool. It's, it's like, finally, you, know, you guys were like 
teasing us along. You know, we, you know, we have plans. Yeah. Um, uh, let's. Uh, I don't even really know who Wonder Woman's uh, Rogues Gallery is. She's well, been my my problem is you know a lot of people loved the Wonder Woman series. I like it. It to me it's it's not like the the Wonder Woman from the eighties. I've been reading a lot of like John Byrne um, Wonder Woman on my mm-hmm. my iPad from Comicsology. Okay. Um, but now you know it's been Comicsology gave you an iPad. No, no, no. The the comics on the iPad. They I wished I I bought the <laughs> iPad. They didn't give me anything. Um. <laughs> But right, you know, a, a lot of the Wonder Woman series or issues have been dealing with, like her be- knowing that you know her what her roots are. You know, how, I, just, the, I just don't remember what her does she have like a. Not really. She has Cheetah, who's in in Justice League. Um, she has I, other villains, but I think she wins by default because she doesn't really have one. All right, sounds good. Well, what could be done to change that? Um, increase her villains or have her get other villains, borrow villains. Okay. Yeah, it takes time to establish a rogues gallery. So it's just, you know, it depends what you want to focus your stories on. If you want to focus your your title on developing new bad guys, that's one way to go. But, you know, uh, if you're writing about Wonder Woman and she's the focus, you know, you don't necessarily need to have all, you know, develop rogues gallery to make that happen. I think there's also the challenge when, like like for you, like let's say you want to create a new new villain for The Flash – some people might be like, this isn't the villains that I know that I like. And, you know, here's some new new person. It's like, I don't care about this new person. Well, you can't please all the people all the time. So, you know, there's some people who really liked uh, our first arc with Mob Rule, yeah, who is a new character. And there's some people who want us to get to the rogues. Yeah. You know, so for everyone who wants something new, there's somebody who wants the old stuff. So, you know, you have to write for yourself. Yeah. But see, that was a problem. Like with one of the problems with the Superman title is there was like none of the it was like these nameless aliens that just came to Earth and and then they were like defeated and then that was it. It's like oh I know I know so. I colored some of that. And oh yeah, that's right. It wasn't my proudest moment. Yeah, no, I mean the coloring was fine. No, I just I wasn't into it. I really wasn't mm. well, for a variety of reasons, and yeah. I don't mean to disparage anyone else's work. Yeah. but the truth is, it didn't uh, set my world on fire. But that that was one of my my complaints is that it. I mean now I guess we're you know, we're, we're going somewhere. We'll see what Lubdell is doing. He's throwing a lot of stuff at us in that one issue. That's kind of his thing. Yeah. Throw it on the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this stuff sticks. I have yeah. faith in him. All right, Ricky XD. This this was his first post. Actually, no. This was like this is his only post. He only has one post, and this was a month ago. So I like the fact that it says one posts. Shh. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't design that. It's not me. I, I'm new to comics and interested in characters, Daredevil, Punisher, and Wolverine, but I don't know where to start reading. Can you recommend good stories to pick up these characters? Also, you're doing an awesome job with your videos and reviews. Keep it up. Thanks. Um, uh, Daredevil, Born Again. Also, well, I mean, if you want to go more recent, um, Mark awesome. Wade's Daredevil has, yeah, has been great. Um, there's uh, the Bendis um, End of Days, if you want to go at the end of Daredevil's like career. It's been insane. I, I picked up a uh, Frank Miller Daredevil Volume One. Yes, which is like reprints, like when he first started drawing the series. Yep. So just some classic. Good stuff. Him and Klaus. Yeah. Um, Punisher. Uh, the, the Greg Rucka. His his last series was good. If you want to go, um, other ex- classic. Well, well you, I mean, I, you know, a lot of my references are too old. I think. Like I, I'm all like Mike Zek's uh, miniseries. Oh yeah, I love that, that was one. a good one. Yeah. Um, Wolverine, Chris Claremont, and, and Frank Miller. 
Yeah, I mean, you got. You, I think you kind of have to start with that one. If if you're just gonna pick up like a you know Wolverine story, like that's all you need to know about Wolverine. Yeah, that's, um, that's it right there. And also, uh, Kitty Pride and Wolverine. I love that oh, series. I couldn't stand that series because uh, Al Milgram's art just the inking. I don't know what he was inking with. Mm. I made Sarah read that that issue or that series. I, I feel like he was inking it with his elbow. Maybe he was. Maybe he and you know again here I am insulting other people's work and I apologize but that's how I felt when I was a kid when I was a kid I when Paul Smith came on X Men I hated it and then now in hindsight I look at it and it was amazing art but when I was a kid at a, at a creation convention in New York I actually at a panel I said why is Paul Smith on X Men his art sucks <laughs> and I got booed by everyone <laughs> rightly so because I was in the wrong you gotta watch your back now when you make statements like that. I was wrong. I admitted I was wrong. Um, Wolverine and the X Men series, the current one is is good. It's Jason Aaron. It's it's got humor in there, and has what what you need. Um, I don't know what, what the, about thing the silver the silver samurai arc. You probably get a trade of that. Yeah, I mean there, there, there's got to be a ton of Wolverine traits, but there's going to be a new new Wolverine series, Savage Wolverine, written and drawn by Frank Cho. Uh, that could be good. And it's going to be him in the Savage Land with um Shauna the She Devil. Uh, that'll be. I, I'm not sure what to think about that. Well, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. All right, Jeff, 2005. He's also new to reading comics. Reading order and story arcs can get confusing. I found a new 52 has a reading order depending on the story arc. Where can I find these reading orders easily without having to search so much? I don't know what that means. Um, In the new 52, you start with issue one. I think maybe he's talking about like the the crossovers, like when he did Night of the Owls. You know that that. But other than that, I don't think there's anything that really if, – if you're talking about like Justice League and Green Lantern and Wonder Woman, there's no reading order because it sometimes seems like there's there's no connection in the books. Even though Jeff Johns is writing Justice League and Green Lantern and Aquaman. Yeah. You just got to take every every series uh, as its own thing and yeah. just sort of try and fill in the blanks where you can. Um, as far as like when you do crossovers like the, the L on Earth. That's going to be in Superman, Superboy, and Supergirl. Chances are, if you're going to a comic shop, they'll probably do like a little postcard checklist thing. They usually do that, or sometimes they'll they'll run them in the comics. Well, you know, one of the great things about comic shops is usually the people who work there are uh, are very knowledgeable. Usually, so ask questions. Like, even if they don't seem outgoing at first, which I'm not saying that all comic shop people are not outgoing, but if you engage people in conversation, uh, they can help point you in the right direction ask for help yeah. while you're at the store because then they can they can take you to the books you know mm-hmm. um hang on just a second offer, offer him or her a stick of gum the comic but then they might say it's like what are you trying to say I have bad breath no i think mints would would says that more than stick of gum make it like a bubblicious because nobody would eat eats bubblicious for their breath or what about hubba bubba yeah either one all right, um, Killtro95, do you think characters that were first of their kind should be more well-known, like The Shield as America's first patriotic superhero, Sheena, the first female character to get her own comic, and spring Jack, the first superhero published? Can I just tell you that this question sounds like the guy wants us to be aware that he knows this, these facts. Maybe. So I don't even – should people know that? Well, not, anyone who's watching – or listening now 
who didn't know that now knows because Kilcher95 told us. Well, what do you think about these characters that they, they get forgotten? Like, what about this character, the Black Bat? The Black Bat. See, I mean, I never heard of him until I was doing research, and uh, now I am writing this uh, series for um, for Dynamite. Um, you know, everything in their time and place. There's a reason why the Black Bat hasn't come around and, uh, and hasn't been big, because Batman is. Now, the Black and, Bat, because I did a little research, too, when I wrote the, the press release, the, the, the announcement. Pulps, but go ahead. But did, did he, didn't he come around, like... Almost virtually the same time as Batman. Yeah, it's not clear who, to me at least, from my reading and my research, which came first. Yeah, because I, I know there's debate that they fought back and forth as to who did it first. And there's some that say that like the the Tassley things on uh, Batman's uh, um, gloves were taken from the Black Bat. Um, so who knows? I mean, I wasn't around there. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that Batman survived and the Black Bat did not. Um, now we're reviving him uh, because I came up with a take that I think is interesting and Nick Berucci uh, at Dynamite also thought was interesting. And so we're going to roll the dice and see if we can't revive this character. But it's really about the story at the end of the day. So, you know, if somebody has a, a great story about Sheena or spring Jack, who I have no idea who he is at all, um. Um, then um, then they deserve to be more well-known. It's, it's really about the material, you know? I, I I'm pretty sure Sheena recently, like within the last decade or last ten years, uh, there was a series with her, and I don't think it made you know much of an impact. So it, like you said, it just depends on on the writing for nostalgia or for historical purposes. It's like yeah, maybe people should know, but I don't know. But what does that mean? Should know? Like, like is there's what's at stake? Like, I mean, is is it's like it's like should you know who who um like founded your the country or your the city you live in you know it's like you don't need to but you know out of respect to them for their accomplishment i don't know think it's on that level maybe it's like you know just out of a matter of respect it's like you may not like them you may not want to go back and read them or read anything if there's something current but just knowing well i mean i guess you know it's it would be nice if everyone knew everything yeah and where everything came from. I, I think superintelligence would be like one of the best powers to have. It would be. Because, uh, or, and, and like ultimate recall, like like a memory that's limitless. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Second question from Kiltro95. Do you think Disney should try to reboot the Rocketeer and Scarecrow of Romney Marsh films? Yes and no. Um, I, I don't – Rocketeer reference is probably a no at this point. And Rocketeer is awesome, so yes. Yeah. I'll go with that. Um, this other one, I'm not going to go with Curse Base T because we already answered one. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go to the, the, the Twitter questions, the hashtag questions. Now, um, this first one, if you're looking at the same screen I'm looking at, Brian, um, I actually did a video for this question. So that's going to be a little tease there. Now, I originally said I wasn't going to do any more of the, the Ask and You Shall Receive um, answers videos but what I decided because I'm like a glutton for punishment I did do a, a video but just on this one question so it should be like like under 10 minute video so some people said you know they want to see my pretty face is that the Matthew Osborne question um, Jesse Harkins am I not looking at the right page I don't know I'm on the Twitter page now I'm on the Twitter page as well and my first question oh, is- I, I'm all the way at, at the bottom 
Or just the Harkins. If, okay. if you scroll, because yeah, that that's uh, the oldest one. Oh, I right. see. So that one, I'm well, that will pop up. Um, the same time you're listening to this, the video should be up. Same day. So can we move on to the next one? Yeah. So um, single. Wait, what's that say? I can't see, read my screen. Eric Har- Harmon. Harmon, which is sing it preacher. Sing it preacher. What are your thoughts on Arrow so far? Have you checked out Arrow at all? I have seen all the episodes so far. What do you think? What do you think of Deathstroke? <sighs> I, you know, I I want to like it more than I like it. The show. Yes. My problem with the show, I, I, I like a lot of what they're doing. And Sarah and I did a, a video on the first episode. So there, there's a lot of good things they're doing, but there's also a lot of like the CW aspect to it where yeah. like some of the acting, not that great. And it's also, it's also got some cookie cutter plot devices going on, which, which make it less interesting to me. Um, the characters, they, they seem um, a, a little bit cardboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a real problem for me. The mom is cardboard. The sister, the, the sister's cardboard. Um, even the girlfriend, Laurel. Like, yeah, she's like, with what happened to her and her sister dying. Like, I'm just not feeling her connection to him. It shouldn't be that as strong as it is. I'm sorry. My problem but, with her is okay. So, um, what was a what was that that the the when the triads were there? What was that one? Killer White, I forgot her name. So, anyways, when when no, I don't remember. Um, because she, she was in in the the year one story. Anyways, um, so when when Ollie was at her apartment at Laurel's apartment, you know they're gonna have their ice cream, have their intimate moment. Then they were attacked. You know that they broke in the apartment. And she's like freaking out, or thing. So it's like mm-hmm. you know he tried to protect her, but then Diggle came in, all that. Mm-hmm. And then the next episode. The next week, they're at that club, and you know there's guys like threatening him, and she kind of like kicks this dude's butt. So it's like, where did you get? Like all of a sudden, you know how to she defend had, yourself. She had the major, uh, yeah, and then it was like, and then kind of fight it. Oh, I'm a cop's daughter. Yeah, and then the week after that, was it, there was another situation where she couldn't do anything. So it's just, it's just like because when 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 at the club when she was able to do that, it's like this is the black canary that that we're supposed to know. Where you know she's supposed to be a great hand to hand combat person. Right, and then it's like then she forgot it again. Right, yeah, so that's just, not good. I also um, that like the premise, like when when the dad like shoots on the boat, he shoots uh, the other guy, and he's like, "You have to undo all the the wrong that I did." Like, I, I feel like I'm not buying that. Like, really, like you that you you felt like all the only option left to you was to kill yourself and your partner, and hope that he gets back to the city. To undo all the wrong you did. Well, well, what what made that happen? Um, I'm thinking, you know, was, was there any like supplies? Yeah, no, they were talking about starvation, but but at some point, like you wait till the bitter end. It didn't seem like the bitter end to me. Maybe you just wanted him to go. He's like, okay, you're on your own. You got to get going now. Man up. I don't know. It's it just, just it seemed really contrived to me. It was just a way so they wouldn't have to pay the actor to be on longer. I don't know. No, I don't know. It's just – I didn't buy it. It seemed contrived and uh, just the idea of, you know, you have to – you know, we have been using the city and then you have to go be a vigilante and – like wasn't there a version, a, a take on the origin where it was more like uh, like eco style with like the, 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 the oil and – I think so, yeah. Sounds familiar. 
I feel like that is a stronger take than just the corrupt. I, I'm just tired of the corrupt dudes in the city. Yeah. And how long is that going to go? I mean, I wonder because how many names are in that book? I don't know if we've seen the, the whole list of names. It's like, is that what he's going to constantly? When's he going to just do like regular superhero stuff or you know whatever and hero stuff and not just going after? I mean, it's I guess it's, it is a little bit nitpicking, but I, I guess I had loftier expectations and I really want to like it. So I'm now that I'm you know, I'm still watching it. A lot of times, uh, TV shows it takes them five or six episodes to get mm-hmm. in the group. Yeah. Sometimes you got to throw out the first half of the season and muscle through that before you uh, you know you come out with the show that you like. So I'm giving it as many chances, um, in spite of the fact that there's no Kristen Crook in it. Should bring back Lana Ling. They should. All right, uh, Jeffrey Edge says, "Do you think WB should use Oliver Queen from Arrow in the new Justice League movie?" I I don't know if they can do that. I don't know. Uh... It's just like when they're saying, Let, "Let's why don't we do a Superman movie with with Tom Welling?" I I think. That there's just a too much of a difference. Although I guess Marvel's kind of doing that with the Shield TV show because you know they're going to have the crossover. They're going the other way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So maybe I don't know if that's a good enough example. But I don't know if you can do that, and I don't know if they want to have a TV show and a movie at the same time. It, they're well, used oftentimes, to, oftentimes they, the the TV people and the and the movie people like the TV people are, are made to avoid. Uh, any characters that might be in a movie and all this other kind of stuff. So, so they, I think they like to keep stuff separate. As far as actor wise, um, I don't know if he's my take on on Green Arrow to begin with. Yeah. I think he's like his own thing. You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he if he is who I would choose, and not, no fault of his acting or anything, because I think he's doing a, a credible job as Arrow. But um, I just don't see him as Green Arrow. You know. He was staying the- staying at at, the, at our hotel in San Diego. Did he have a lot of scars on his body? Um, he had a shirt on, and I didn't oh. do like Laurel and said, "I need to see." Okay. And then, you know, took his shirt off myself and didn't do that. All right. Um, but yeah, he, he was he was a very nice guy. Or I mean, I talked to him for like I I didn't really talk to him. It was like just walked by and was like, "Hey." Right. Yeah. Um, Twisted Gamer says, "Are you a vegetarian? How do you feel about meat?" So, I am a. But I guess well, I, I eat occasional seafood stuff. So does that make me a pes- pescatarian? Is that what they're called? I believe so. I mean, because I don't, I don't eat meat. I don't eat chicken or poultry. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, since um, for, for, for for like the the last six years or so. so I don't know if I, trust so. I don't trust a man who doesn't eat meat. It's it's incredibly hard. Um, I mainly did it because, um. I feel like I've talked about this before. I mean, maybe because um, my my daughter, my my wife wanted to raise my daughter as a vegetarian, so I was like, "That's fine." And 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 my wife became a vegetarian when my daughter was born, and I was still eating meat and everything like that. So there, you know, there's there's no problem with that. But um, so then I, th- I think maybe it was when my daughter was was two. I kind of decided, well, it's going to be kind of hard to hide the fact that I'm still eating meat from her. Right. So I was like, I'll just do it. And, and my daughter has become aware, you know, she, she always says, you know, she doesn't believe in eating animals. She thinks it's, it's, it's a weird thing. We should go out for a burger. You know, if, if I ate meat, my intestines would probably explode. I don't want to see any part of that. Yeah. So, um, for her, it's, it's a matter of, you know, just 
the the cruelty and eating a living thing and all that and so but yeah I I do some you know what? seafood. Here's, can you explain to her that chickens wouldn't exist otherwise? What came first, chicken or the egg? It doesn't matter. The, the sole purpose of a chicken is for eating. They have no other function. They couldn't survive. But the thing is, she doesn't try to push this onto other people, like her friends or anything like that. We we go to Thanksgiving dinner. You know, other people. There's a turkey on the table. What a cow in the wild is lunch for other animals. Hmm? I don't know. Just saying. All right, don't judge me, man. Come on. Sins. I don't know they're delicious. I have cravings, but there's some some good um, meat substitute stuff, and there's some that are not good. I trust you a little less. I gotta be honest. And and some of it depends on how how you cook it. Yeah. Um. Sin Sig, what is your favorite Green Lantern event since Green Lantern Rebirth? Um. I I I might have to go with Secret Origins because I really liked seeing Hal and Sinestro working together, like kind of developing the relationship where you know Sinestro was kind of you know his mentor. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. That Green Lantern is so confusing to me because there's so much going on that I checked out. Like, I can't even I can't get my mind around it. If they said write a Green Lantern issue, I'd be lost. I'd be like, well, you, I, you can write like Baz, the new guy, because you're like you don't need to know anything. Yeah, I wouldn't even need a newer guy. I need to create like my own Green Lantern. Like, I don't know. Just I'd make... Name I'd name him um, Andrew Satterley. Okay. There you go. Um. But that was my problem with like the Green Lantern movie is Hal and Sinestro were together for like, you know, 30 seconds. So yeah. and then if they ever did another movie and, you know, Sinestro was a yellow lantern, it'd be like, so what? Here's this guy I, I saw on a planet Barely full of aliens. Right. They, yeah. they didn't they need to have the buddy moment. Like they need to develop a relationship before you can destroy it. Yeah. So yeah. I might have to go with that. Yeah. I like War of Light, too, where they, they just got crazy. Um, DC Fox says, do you think. Print on demand will ever be a viable option for comics? I don't even know what that what that question is asking. I know what print on demand is. Explain print on demand. Uh, basically, they don't print it unless you buy it. So maybe that's what he's saying. That like um, I guess you know, I guess he's saying rather than than uh, doing orders in a comic book store that that you order and they print it. Uh, I feel like that sort of. Uh, takes away from the collectible factor of comics, which is a big uh, a big issue with comic books. But isn't that sort of how it works in some cases? Like um, Diamond will take orders. So let, let's say fifty five thousand copies are ordered, then they might print a little bit more in case yeah. there's there's reorders. So I mean, I mean it all. I mean it is print on demand, literally, in that the, the orders are, are used to gauge how many they print. But in terms of print-on-demand, meaning uh, you know, uh, the average person can order one copy and they'll print it for them, I don't know what that gets you. Yeah, I don't think that would work. Yeah. Unless you, you have it sent to your, your printer at home, if you have like a really good printer. You can do it with, uh, with, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, another question from DC Fox. What superpower would you rather have, the ability to never go hungry or never get tired? Tired. That's easy because eating is fun. I was, you know, I was gonna say the same thing. Even though you eat crappy stuff with you, no you meat, you talking about? You don't <laughs> even know what I eat. I know what you don't eat. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious eat meat, rotted flesh, Walking Dead, cooked. You watch Walking Dead? 
I do. Did you watch Sunday's episode? Made me tear up and get choked up. And oh my god, punch in the gut. It's just I mean, like I won't spoil it since it's, my heart brain was bleeding. Uh, and I'll, I'll say I don't want to give any hints or anything, but the character. I didn't care much about the character, but it was just like, uh, and yeah. and that that's that's what it was saying. It's it's the reaction of everything. The the, and the reaction were really really cool. And just how it happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's heavy heavy duty. Waterworks, my friend. Waterworks. Yes, I I agree with you 100. percent Um, Kenny, who? Oh, after I watched it, I had to watch Amazing Spider Man. I had to put into Blu-ray because I had to review it because it comes out um it came out last Friday, which is when we're recording this this Friday. So I, had, I needed like a distraction. Just um, it was bad. Um, Kenny, who says, "Why is Harley so popular?" To me, she is the most annoying character in comics. I wish Joker would have cut her face off. You have any feelings, uh, Harley? I think part of that is the fact that she's a she. That's why she's popular. Yeah, like a think, she Joker character. Yeah, I think you know she's. Yeah, just the, the way she, you know, the, the attachment she has to this crazed, psychotic, you know. She works. She works as a character. Just because this one person finds her annoying, clearly the court of public opinion doesn't agree with uh, Kenny. Well, that's what he wants to know is why. Okay, my question, I, I'll flip it back. If everyone likes her and you find her annoying, then the impetus is on you <laughs> to defend your position, not the other way around. All right, you got that, Kenny. Um, Tyler Typhoon says he likes a new podcast. Great. Um, question is, who's a better archer, Hawkeye or Green Arrow? I feel like that's like a Democrat Republican kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, people on one side of the aisle are going to say one thing, and people on the other side are going to say the other. Do you have any thoughts, or you, is that your way to avoid it? I well, it's also one of those que- like who's stronger and those questions, like. Whoever, who, it depends who's writing the story. I'm gonna say Green. Or I'm gonna I'm gonna say Hawkeye. So I, I I know I I don't like Hawkeye, but I grew up reading Marvel books, so I know Hawkeye better. Um, so I would say Hawkeye, but at the end of the day, Me, I think Green Arrow kicks Hawkeye's ass. Hmm, okay. We'll agree to disagree. Um, right. no, I, he may be more accurate, but I think Green Arrow would kick Hawkeye's ass. All right, R. A. Rager, Ross Ager, Ager, fourteen eighty nine. Ager, fourteen eighty nine. Oh, this is a question. She says he digs um, this as a podcast versus video. Very nice listening to it. I had so many people tell me that, that now they can listen at work. I was mm-hmm. like, don't get me in trouble with your boss. Because um, you know, with with the videos, the videos were like like thirty to like. But let's be 50. honest, they can't get you in trouble. Well, then they say, who's this this Tony guy? I'm going to go talk to them. It would only be themselves getting in trouble. Yeah. That's not on you, man. Yeah. Well, then they're going to say, oh, Tony, you made me lose my job. And then they're not going to like me. You told you to jump off a bridge, would you? Well, I'm not the one telling people what to do. Exactly. Or actually, I kind of am because I'm telling them to listen to the podcast. Um, so let's see. Daniel Carroll, how do healing factors work? If Deadpool or Wolverine were cut down the middle, would each side regrow a new half? I'm going to say no. Well, I would say the side with the brain grows the other side. Yeah, because like Deadpool, I guess, can regenerate some things, and that's the idea. But I don't think Wolverine necessarily. I don't know if he can regenerate. Like, if he lost a finger, I mean, take out the adamantium, so you, you can do that. 
Although there is, I think during Civil War, he regenerated from a drop of blood after Nitro blew him up or something crazy like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't think, if you cut him down the middle, if it was possible, I don't think they could regrow. Although all of Deadpool's parts formed, or, you know, came together, became like evil Deadpool or something like that. Also, I mean, it's when you, when you talk comic book science, it's, that's a tough one because it, it literally doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So... It's tough to answer that. But hopefully it makes dollars for the publishers, right? I am going to say the brain side. If you split them down the middle with half the brain on one, half the brain on the other, then I'm going to say you would have to cleave it absolutely 50-50. So like if one side had more brain stem, I would choose that side. Okay. Here we grow. Okay, Matthew Osborne. Um, what is DC hoping to gain by canceling Hellblazer? I love Just Like Dark, but Hellblazer is what got me into comics. Um, there is no reason that young John in New 52 and six-year-old uh, Constantine – do you say Constantine or Constantine? I say Constantine. I, th- I think people – I think just, it's Constantine, but I think I say Constantine. I think it depends if you're English or American. I also say tomato. Okay. And torpado. Okay. There is no reason – that young John and new 52 and 60 year old Constantine and vertigo could not coexist. What happens when a new book is not selling as well and they cancel it? Um, Here's my, my problem with that is I, and I work on Hellblazer. I don't know how well it sells it it, for vertigo. Yeah. I I think they're trying to inject some more, uh, uh, juice into the title. I I know it's up to 300 and it's had a long and storied, uh, run, but I, I'm not sure that that it sells that well. Like I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I, I don't think it's a great seller. So it, it's pretty much an attempt to uh, make it, you know, more of a, a of a commodity. I think. I also think that I mean there could be confusion for the new re- readers. Like if they're you're reading this character and you know Justice League Dark, whatever, and then they it's like, oh, he's also in this book, and they're like, wait, what's going on? But. I'm not even sure that's a problem because, you know, like back in the day when we when we had, you know, I had like Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man and, you know, Spider-Man, uh, which, what was his team-up book? Marvel team-up. Mm-hmm. Like those things didn't, like they all didn't have any continuity with each other and it wasn't a problem. So I don't know if it's, if it's that. I, honestly, I think it's they, they want to give the character a boost and he's not selling well enough because it, it may have gotten Matthew uh, Osborne into, into comics, but... It looks like it, it. It may not be getting enough people, you know, into comics every month. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, of all comic books is that it's it's a business, and they have to sell a number of units to make it worth the while to print it. You know, because mm-hmm. you're paying out artists and writers and letters, colors, printing, you know, advertising. There's so much money that is put out that you know they got to get return on investment. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's unfortunate. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, I, I I'm sure that it, it wasn't because they hate you and because the people at DC are evil and and want to stop a book that's up to 300, which I think is their longest running current book. Like that's not the reason why, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it probably pains them to have to do that, but they're they're probably posing the question: How do we make more people read this this title? and appreciate how awesome this character is. And that's the answer they came up with. Hopefully it works. Yeah, and then the sad thing is, like, what if it, it does get canceled? Then there's nothing. 
Yeah, but the chances are that then then that the the book in Vertigo probably would have got canceled anyway, and you wouldn't have a shot at the D fifty two one. Maybe so I don't know. I mean, there could be some people who are like, I really like the Vertigo version. I don't care about this new fifty two business. I just want to read this. Not enough people. Clearly, not enough people are liking the Vertigo version. Maybe I don't know. Well, that's all the questions we have. Right. Took us three hours. No, an hour and forty-five minutes. I think. Uh, thirty-five minutes. An hour and thirty-five minutes. Oh. Longer than last week. You know, there was yeah. one person on last week's podcast said the title is horrible, but I love the format. This is the Rafa Lee said that. I like yeah. my title. Francis calling me. Hold on. Hello. Hey, man. All right, we had to stop that because Francis was giving away spoilers for everything. And, no, and, and he was me stuff. Francis sends me stuff that's related to what we do. Sorry, I can't share it with you right now because it's a secret. Yeah. Well, that is it for this week. Is there anything else you want to talk about? So, Flashbook is out, hardcover. What's it? The Road to to what? What's it called? No, it's called Move Forward. Move Forward. What's the, what am I thinking? The Road to something. Road to Flashpoint was a was a hardcover or as a a trade. I don't know. Maybe. Road to Edition. Move Forward. Road to Rocky. I don't know. Rocky Road. I don't know what else. Um, let's see. You already mentioned Foster. Yep. So Foster Five should be in stores. It's stores. It's not that many stores. Um, so was it? Was this one through Diamond? Uh, we'll talk about Diamond another time. Okay. I don't want to bring up that whole thing. But if you really want it and you don't live in Los Angeles uh, area, then I would recommend you go to my website brianbooch.com and you can purchase it, uh, and it will be mailed to you. Um. Yes. So there you go. All right. Okay, so... When Black Bat is going to come out. It's going to be sometime next year, but i got to talk to Nikki about uh, the details regarding that. I've already written the first issue. Okay, and we'll, we'll talk more about that. We we can do, like, an interview or something as it gets closer, more when more information is ready to be revealed. Hey, you know you know what I really liked? I just wanted to tell you. Uh, on the uh, the question with about Batman and uh, beating everyone... Uh-huh. On- on your intro, the fact that I was in your intro. Yeah, I left that in. There was a slight pause between, but I was like, I guess I'll leave it in. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, and we should note that that was filmed after the question, so you didn't have a heads up on a question. I had no prior knowledge. I don't, I don't know if I ever made that clear, that I just go up to you guys and like, okay, I got five questions for you, and then I just ask them. So you, you get no prep time. You, well, you guys are better than Batman. You don't need to prep time. I know. It doesn't make it easy to answer. Yeah. I, sh- I should probably put that in there next time I, I do a round of intros to, to point out that in, c- in case, you know, you, you, you fumble or, you know, or you didn't come up with you know, something. It's like, oh, I could have said this. So, I don't know. What you should do is you should give people the opportunity to answer it again later and you can add that on to the end. Oh, they, they could. Yeah. That's what editing's for. Like, we can always <laughs> say cut and oh. ask again. Include the crappy answer and then the better, more well thought out one. Well, okay. thank you for sharing your time, Brian. Pleasure to speak to you as always, sir. And we'll have to do this again okay. sometime. I'm there. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Keep – w- what? I said adios. I went um, bilingual. Okay. I, I got to do the outro. So, people, if you still have questions, go to the general forum. Go to the Ask G-Man video um, questions forum. I don't know if I should do a separate – Form. Actually, I just keep keep answering there. I don't want to do a separate 
podcast form. Just put them all there. Um, keep asking questions. And there's also on Twitter. So just at reply me, use the ask G man hashtag that way. And I always tell people that the Twitter ones get answered quicker because those tend to that, that page that, that I sent you, that page like disappears. Like questions get, they don't stay there forever. It's like Twitter doesn't want to archive stuff forever. Wow. I see. They're like, okay, this is gone. And it's like, there's no other available or something. So there you go. Thanks for listening. This has been the, the invincibly super massive comic book podcast of stuff. Episode two. So my we, name was better. What? My name was better. Well, maybe that'll be the third podcast okay. that, that we'll launch later. All right. Thanks, Adios. Brian. Bye, Brian. Stuff. I'll talk to you later. Bye. I love you. Thank you. I love you, Brian. Love you Bye. Bye. So, so my question, my question is, is, could it be? We don't know. And I would like to ask you which comic book best affects you most emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. I'll oh, shake your head. I love Alan Davis. This is a John Byrne issue. I love Alan Davis. I, I, I wasn't a fan of this. That's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. I give this a two. <laughs>